Hello, everybody, and welcome back to SOS episode number 30. Um, 30 and flirty, flirty and birdie. 13 going on 30. It's episode 30. Yeah, but I, I've only seen like parts of that movie, being honest here. It's it's not my favorite. Like, I'm a chick flick expert, and I only give it like maybe a six, but it's really hyped up. A six is really being generous. Is it? I mean, mm, I've seen some bad chick flicks. What's What's the chick flick if you have a chick flick? What's 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 the absolute go to? I'm ready mm. to either cry about the romance and stuff like that, or just be like, yes, I love being a woman. The first one that comes to my mind, probably just because it's a classic, is Pretty Woman. She is walking down the street. She is. I love that one because to me, I need a story, an attractive man, I need a good soundtrack, and that all combines it. That is a pretty solid. Richard one. Year is also probably the reason that I'm attracted to older men. I'll get over you. So I good. Know and George Cassandra is the bad guy in that one, so that's classic. I know he that like that kind of ruined him for me. Like really? I really, yeah, I kind I watched that and then I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to get my main chick flick. Like if there's a chick flick that I watch, where I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you don't mind a chick flick? I really don't mind a chick flick. Chick flick's fine. Does Little Women not count? No, because okay. that's like a historical fiction. Got thing. you. Not the genre, not the not vibe. Not the genre, no. But I do love it. Does it's Avatar one of my. Count <laughs> like? No, it's one of my go-to's. Yeah, you do love that movie. The Winona um, version. I don't know. I'm a big Bridesmaids fan, but that one sounds really basic. It seems like everybody likes. No, Bridesmaids. it is. It's good though. That's more of a comedy. I think to like. But it's the chick flick comedy. No, it is a chick flick, but like to me, a chick flick is more dramatic. Mm, strictly drama. I don't know then. I, I love the last song because obviously it's a it's a young <laughs> this is like the but third also time we've talked about the last I know song. but I just I love the fact that the points of conflict in the movie are that she's Horrible. secretly really smart and that he's rich and handsome and that yeah. they somehow made that to be like a, these are problems and, well that's what's crazy about it is it's still a de- decent movie hey it's not but <laughs> okay but like as far as movies go it's not horrific but it's not great true yeah true it definitely could be worse I think that for you you really like my best friend's wedding Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Actually, I, I rescind it. Yeah. My Best Friend's Wedding is mm-hmm. easily my favorite chick flick. It's so good. It's prime Julia Roberts. Obviously, George is a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. Michael is very good. Cameron Diaz plays the perfect young Cameron yeah. Diaz that hasn't quite exploded yet, but is very cute and put together type For of thing. For sure. I it's really like a young Cameron well. Diaz. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cast very well. It is. The scenery in Chicago, it's like the pretty parts of Chicago that don't suck. It's yeah. also, you get to see the 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 white Sox game and mm-hmm. her parents live in a mansion and it's all no, it's, it's a whole thing very good it's a whole thing the kids would call it a vibe a vibe anything julie roberts in like the beginning of her career mm. i love the I julie love. roberts hair in that movie she's got that hair I'm that fine. i always try to recreate because i have like kind of curly wavy hair but it's never hers it never is like is. the biggest fullest crazy red hair you but know do you think it about? looks good yeah I know. It does. I know. That's what's crazy about it. It's like powerful statement hair where you're like, wow, Yeah. It's like that. she just walked through a tornado, but she looks fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Julie Roberts is still killing it. What's that commercial she's in where it's like a the perfume f- thing or something like that? Oh, no. I'm thinking of Jennifer Gardner. Yeah. Perfume. I think it's like a y- YSL maybe. I don't something know. Something like that. But something. she's... And obviously... I'm sure work done and photo editing and all those types of things, but she's yeah. in the commercial and you're like, whoa. You know what's so crazy to me about her though is like I watch like Runaway Bride or Pretty Woman or Not something. Pretty. What? Like less pretty is what I'm saying. There's varying well, degrees there's, of the prettiness of Julia Roberts. Well, there's that like her at the beginning of her career and then like her now. And it's like she's not the same person just personality wise almost. Like she just Good plays thing. a lot of different roles now. It's always like she's a stressed out mom. Well, that's the Aaron Brockovich thing. Well, she starts yeah. out in the beginning and she's the fun, young, single mm-hmm. woman who's doing young, single woman stuff. And then she becomes the mom character. And you can't be 49 years old and be the I young, guess. fun, single woman. You yeah, that's true. Evolve. It is interesting to see a woman's career evolve in Hollywood. I mean, Val Kilmer started out as a pilot and a, and a robber, young, hot guy, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's just a fat dude that's usually like the bad guy or the administrator in a movie. True. That's just what Val Kilmer is. Yeah, I guess it's just a cycle of life. Yeah, unless you're Tom Cruise, in which case you're still the action mm-hmm. star in every movie that exists, which is that strange, like Liam but Neeson. still does. He's just become more Irish and or Scottish, whatever he is. <laughs> he's his own genre. He is his own genre, but he went from, he's the opposite. He started out in very dramatic roles, like Schindler's List is a, obviously an extremely sad, emotional movie and stuff like that. Dramatic. Then moved into Star Wars and then kind of just 
decided I'm going to be the guy who kills everyone in every movie and I like yeah. talk like this in a real tone. That's actually a pretty good impression of him. I will never be able to think of movies like Schindler's List or maybe like Sophie's Choice and a few other movies that you watched in like history class in high school that were like very dramatic deep movies in mm-hmm. a dark classroom right after lunch and like you're just sort of like really in the moment the boy like, in the striped pajamas like something like that yeah, and I you're like when you're kind of got full stuck in the and tired chambers. and like kind of emotional and yeah. then all of a sudden like like the bell rings and then yeah, it's but... and then like you go out into the hallway and the lights and oh. you're like what is my oh. life <laughs> hey, and I'm you're like doing... oh. i gotta go to geometry but i just saw liam neeson save a bunch of jews <laughs> This is a Michael Bublé song playing in your head as you slowly walk to your next class. Yeah. Home. I, that's literally the song yeah, I was Yeah, I know. Of. I know. But wait, but what what part of the lyrics uh, did your head pick up? Not me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was right there. Uh, my just, I started walking into geometry. Oh that's goodness. awesome. Yep. <laughs> you know what? So many people hate on me for loving Michael Bublé. I love Michael Bublé. I love a Bublé. Fantastic. So good. Especially the song we are just singing is one of my... That's the yeah. go-to I'm feeling... I'm in my feelings song. Yeah. That's kind of one of the go-to ones for me. Well, I didn't even know that that's not his original song. It's not. I don't know why I didn't know that. It's not, but he does a very good job with it. He does so good. Well, he's the king of covers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good for him. Well, he he's essentially the the Sinatra cover guy. Oh, basically, yeah. Basically, is what he does. Yeah. But he does the songs very well. And I also love Sinatra. Like, they're pretty tied in my head. Um, but I might love Buble a little more. Yeah. I guess in my head, the Michael Buble is a nicer guy because Sinatra was kind of a jerk. Tur- turns yeah. out he was kind of a dick if you didn't see the documentary. Kind of a dick. Yes. No, I watched one. And yeah. apparently Frank Sinatra thought <laughs> no, he was No, no, no. Big no, no, no. Are you having some gas? <laughs> no, I just threw it in my mouth a little bit, but other than that, I'm fine. It's like you like lost all the breath in you. I was like, okay. Not today. Not today, Satan. Not yeah. today. I was listening to his Christmas album the other day. I'm that, I'm that gal. I'll listen to Christmas music in July if the mood strikes me. Oh, do you do Christmas in July stuff? Like that's a thing? Like... Like, just like maybe I'm going for a walk and I listen to a little bit of Christmas music, like but some, I won't listen to... It's just like sometimes when I'm like exactly halfway to the next Christmas, I get in the mood for like... It's so good. Well, as soon as my half birthday passes, I know that we're almost oh my there. gosh. <laughs> Before this episode, I go, we need to talk about how it was my half birthday. And you're 11. That's I'm 11. Official. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't ever remember half birthdays being a thing when we were a kid. It's so a nine-year-old thing to do to say, oh, by the way, it's my half birthday today. <laughs> and what are you supposed to say? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because you want to know why? When you're nine, there's nothing truly eventful that happens. No. So your half birthday is maybe the fourth biggest day of the year. But like my life isn't eventful either, but I was just at work and I was looking at a calendar. Yeah, I know. I know. You just randomly stumbled across it. And that's fine. I did. That's fine. It's understandable. Do you enjoy your birthday like do you genuinely like think like i look forward to my birthday i guess it depends i think that when you make the birth like your birthday or some sort of a celebration around your birthday into a fun thing like a trip somewhere or Mm, like a you know whatever then yeah i think that when it's just uh we're gonna go to dinner tonight that obviously can be enjoyable but it's just kind of another just kind of like eh yeah yeah I well it's funny like obviously when you're little like your birthday and Christmas and stuff is mm-hmm. like the end of the world yep. there's nothing it has better to be amazing and perfect and I remember like just in the past few years like ever since I probably hit high school like it being my birthday and being like is this what depression feels like because like I'm not even that excited yeah well it's kind of a strange thing having like a, a day of celebration for just one person it is. when you think about well, it well it's weird that you celebrate the day that you're born like everyone's born well, what, what it's not day that are you great celebrate? I don't know. Do, you, do we need a day to celebrate ourselves? I mean, why not? We, we like to celebrate I get it. Things, I get it. Birthday cards, cake. And I'm all for the optimism. But it is kind of funny when you think about it. Yeah. It always does feel strange, though, especially as an adult, when you have a gathering and people bring you things and sing to you. It is a little bit yeah, strange. Well, I.e. I... Texas Roadhouse. <sighs> we only go down that road. Well, I don't like um, receiving gifts. So that's why I don't really enjoy it. Mm. I like receiving gifts. Do you? I'm a big believer in is it. Is it your love language? <laughs> I, that's how I know that people care 
That's when I get like AirPods or something like that. That's how I know that like Hint. I'm special to them. Okay, mm. that's good to know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't like receiving gifts, and then also my birthday is in the dead, gross part of winter where no one wants to be alive. Yes, everyone's so sad. Everyone's sad. Everybody Christmas literally is has over. Sad. Seasonal affective disorder. For real. So. I don't look forward to that. I did get sang to at Texas Roadhouse once, and it was horrific. Mm. I think it was my 16th birthday, and there's a video of it somewhere that I hope doesn't live. I will say this. I don't know. Well, I do know why. But first of all, the only people that hate the birthday singing experience more than the person that's being sang to is the restaurant staff that's doing the singing. Does, did Carabas used to do singing? We had... Okay. So there was a guy who was... a. Uh, young up and coming wants to move up in the company type dude who came in to train as a manager when we were doing a big brand revamp to try to make everything more special and fun and and be extra about everything so for like a month we needed to sing to people now we don't anymore i guess i haven't worked there in a little while but we weren't for a long time after that thank god but in that moment we were and there was a a couple and their young son who were sitting right next to where he he meaning the manager was standing and they asked me specifically if we sang for oh, birthdays because no. it was a little boy's birthday yeah and i couldn't say no in that moment so i had oh. to and it's in italian you have to sing it <gasps> in italian oh my gosh it's horrible can you do it right now it's tante agore ati is how you say it you just say what's literally what's the rest of the fillers it's that it's the it's that statement of words in the rhythm and tone of happy birthday to you, that was it's, there clapping involved yeah okay like it's a, just that it's just like a seal yeah <laughs> it's like that over and over again okay yeah. i could i want to go in now and, and request it for my birthday at Carabas. I don't know if they do that anymore they that is hilarious know. but though. also the greatest prank you can ever pull on someone that you're out to dinner with true true because if you really dislike someone and free dessert and free exactly. dessert exactly yeah that's a great way to poach free dessert well the fa- that only has happened to me once in my life that i remember and it was at texas roadhouse for my 16th birthday it was our family i don't i don't feel like you were there for hey y'all reason. texas roadhouse customers we got a big old birthday over here the worst place to ever be saying to you for your birthday is texas roadhouse on three can i get a yeehaw one two three yeah and it's not singing it's it's dancing as well yes in the whole restaurant and they make you stand up on like the chair that mm-hmm. you're and it was the worst thing ever like you think i'm shy now i used to be so much more shy hey y'all you want to watch this stranger get up on the chair and shake it for you <laughs> her face is gonna turn beat red she's Everybody's gonna cry gonna when she sits down we're gonna make cowboy noises in synchronized motions yeah but yeah. it was horrific but you know what's weird is I think I want to be that person that is like choreographing that. Mm. That's like yelling and like making people uncomfortable. There is a certain amount of power that comes with that. There really is. And authority. Were you there? Mm, I don't I've, think you were. I've definitely been at Texas Roadhouse and somebody has a birthday because it's every time you go there. Yeah. And then you're like. And then you, you best that know that I'm yelling yeehaw as loud as I can when that happens. Are you really? Yeah. I'm. That's something about me. I would never be that person. I would purposely look at the people that are, and I would make a face at them. Mm. But your favorite thing to do in this life is I say things and you give me a weird face. That's true. That's, That's literally true. your favorite thing to do. I do life. like to make you feel but really also, bad about yourself. How many times in a public setting are you not only given, but encouraged the opportunity to yell yeehaw? Not often. Not very often. Not very often. Especially when you have a country fried steak and potatoes in front of you. I saw on instagram someone who this like this is a birthday thing that i would genuinely enjoy doing Mm -hmm. they were in the south and they just invite a bunch of people over and i'm guessing it was like this company and they come up and they put a dance floor in your backyard and then someone come and just teaches everyone how to line dance and i would be so down for that that looks so fun i took a line dance in class once with our grandma didn't you yes i did did you have a good time honestly it was fun it was me and a bunch of old women and i really did enjoy it yeah i bet old women love you you know, it's funny. It's funny you say that. That's one of those things that you're going to think about for a long time now. No, I I mean, listen, I've waited tables my whole life. That's part of being a male server is trying to charm old women. That's yeah. kind of just how that goes. But but no, it was it was a lot of fun. It was it's a good time to especially once you break down the discomfort of dancing and stuff in front of other people and learning yeah, to dance in front of weird. other people, then it can just be fun. Yeah, for sure. And that's well, what and it if you're all like became. trying to learn the same thing, yeah. then it's not weird. 100%. Especially if you get me like some Tim McGraw plan. 
show's over. Are you talking the Taylor Swift song, Tim McGraw? No, I'm talking real Tim McGraw. You're talking skydiving, Rocky Mountain climbing? I'm talking I like it or love it, where the green grass grows, mm. that kind of a vibe. I need something hype. See, but none of Tim McGraw's songs, well, not none. Most of the big Tim McGraw songs are not that, like, I know. Paced, there's you know? there's only a few that are, like, really, really there. Now, if we're talking line dancing, if you turn on a little bit of T-R-O-U-B-L-E, Travis Tritt, okay. then that's for me. I, I know that you love that song, and mm-hmm. I've tried to get into it, but I only like it a little bit. I don't know. It just rolls off the tongue for me. I'm a big fan. Maybe I, I just can't believer. spell. Yeah. There is a lot of spelling involved in the singing of that song, and I could see how that would be a, a problem. I'm for like, T R O U. Trubly. Trubly. Uh, yeah. I do um, really love country as of late. It's a Sum- summer thing. Summer thing. And, and I talk to everyone about this. When it's summertime, it's country music time. It is. But it's never, and I repeat, never faster horses time. Let's. You already know where I was going with this because that was a, right there in my mind. Mm-hmm. I know so many people that want it. Like they were telling me about it today. It's the thing to do. Where does that take place? It takes place at Michigan International Speedway in Brooklyn, Michigan. Okay, so it is in Michigan. It's a NASCAR track in Michigan. I know someone today who caught Thomas Rhett's hat, and she was really excited about that. I'm sure that she was. Yeah, like I would be too. Yeah, (laughs) and that'd be a cool memory. But this is what I'm going to say. For anybody who, you know... First of all, if you're a festival person and you're a music festival person yeah. and you love to sleep outside and not wear a lot of clothes and be drunk for like a week, yeah, I can't relate to that ever. That sounds like the opposite of anything I would ever want to do. For sure. Right. If I'm going to camp somewhere, let's get a fifth wheel. Let's get an RV. Yeah. Probably not camping in the first place, but if we're going to do it, let's do that. Let's definitely not sleep in a tent. Let's definitely not just like wake up in the dirt somewhere. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Essentially, that's what that is. I also really am not a big fan of dudes thinking it's funny to wear the short cut I jean know. shorts and like crop I, I tops do because hate it's that. like country and funny and stuff like that. And also doing the mullets and having a bunch of beers on them. I understand that that's kind of the whole, uh, yeehaw, the we're a country music festival thing. It's a meme, right? It's just stupid. Let's just not do that. I think it, that. it makes me already hate you. Exactly. It makes yeah. me question your intelligence on a variety of levels. Yeah. But beyond that, it's hot, mm-hmm. sweaty. Everybody smells really bad. Mm. You have to use portajohns the whole time. You're definitely going to get sunburnt. You're definitely going to be dehydrated and feel like probably you're going to die at the end of it. You're going to be blackout drunk probably the whole time, not remember a lot of it. Or if you are conscious and you're doing that, you're surrounded by people who are blackout drunk who are going to be ridiculous, obnoxious, yeah. and annoying. And it's like a million dollars to go. So yeah. why, why go, would you ever go when you can just listen to three country music songs on your way to work? Exactly. And that's all you need. I totally agree with you Mm -hmm. i just i mean like i saw people post pictures from it and it was all women in very little clothing Mm -hmm. with a white cloth can't support yeah grow up with some clothes on jesus Mm -hmm. jesus don't want you at Mm -hmm. fast what is it faster than horses faster horses faster horses which doesn't make sense i didn't even know that that was a thing but i'm like so lame how did we come up with the name faster horses faster horses than what yeah it doesn't even make sense faster than me in a light jog yeah, obviously. What? <laughs> yeah. So, if you went to faster horses, see, live, live one hate you. Oh, never mind. Live, see, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. We had a discussion about it, and she was actually talking to me about this earlier, like a day or two ago. What? And that's 100 percent the truth. Is because she was all stoked because I think like Luke Combs is going to be there, and Thomas Rhett, and a bunch of the other yeah. big country music people, right? So in theory, it's like, wow, this is great. I know. In theory, as everything in life, it sounded great. But it ain't. No, never is. But it ain't. Never is in practice. Uh-uh. No. So instead of spending like $800 to mm-hmm. go hang out with people that I went to high school with, you can just not. Yeah. It's called good. It is crazy how much money that is. Yeah, it's insane. If they had more, but if they had Morgan Wall in there, I probably would have said, okay. Can you say the word you said earlier in that video again? Do you want to? S- <laughs> can you say the one that starts with the N? Or no. He's a little dangerous. I'm not going to lie. Are you feeling risky tonight, Morgan Wallen? Are you yes. feeling... Do you have any sin in your boots? <laughs> <laughs> do you like to get two times canceled? <laughs> I I really like Morgan Wallen. I honestly don't know if I've ever heard one of his songs. You say that about so many people, and that's just because you hear songs, but you don't know who they're by. Yeah. You absolutely... That doesn't change the answer. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I, I, maybe I have. I am sure you have. 
Probably. I saw something today that his album dangerous past mm. um like one of taylor swift's her fearless album mm. for like some big i bet you she's afraid of that i bet she is mm. it's funny to me this situation with morgan wallen that he had he got cancer for being racist or whatever and then he had to do the whole but then the deep south responded by buying all of his albums they did and so he had to talking. do the whole like i'm gonna work on myself for six months and slowly ease back into things while I'm also gonna go to rehab, like donating to charity rehab. He literally did. Privilege. He was like, in, please don't cancel me. But he was like, I went on a bunch of Zooms with a bunch of black people and they talked to me about stuff. And it was really eye opening. And you're like, Ugh. but it's one of those things where it's like, what is he supposed to do? Like, I'm sure that that still wasn't enough to the woke left. So they just want him to go die. Yeah, I mean, it, it's never enough to appease crazy people. But it's never enough. But I don't know. Just live your life. Can't slow him down. Cancel. Can't get canced. Canced. He uh, was on The Voice. That's how he got like. Oh, did Blake? I, it was did Blake Shelton hit that button for him? He must have. I'm pretty sure it was The Voice. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. What's the so, other one? The X Factor or something like that. Here's America's Got Talent X Factor, which was always so lame. That's the one that like Demi Lovato was on that no one cared about. Demi Lovato, who now was kind of chubby and has short hair. No, no, no. But and I guess pronouns. hey, if you're if you're off the heroin, good for you. If that's what it takes. That's what it Did takes. we ever talk about her and the frozen yogurt situation? What's Do you remember that? Frozen yogurt situation? She like went to some because she struggled with eating disorder. So she went oh. to a frozen yogurt shop in LA and like then went on her Instagram where she has millions of followers and decided to destroy the small business because they had like sugar free options and she decided that was promoting diet culture. And what? like I'm not even kidding. Was Look she it high? up. <laughs> I think all the comments were like, are you high? But she literally did that. And then she never like backed down from it. She was just like, nope, it's promoting diet culture. And then everyone was like, what about diabetics? And she was like, they shouldn't be dieting either. It's promoting people <laughs> choosing healthy lifestyles and we can't have that. No, nope. we can't have that. No, nope. that's where there's like this meme of her now that's like, and I left that yogurt place and I didn't get the yogurt that I wanted. <laughs> Frozen yogurt is one of those things that I feel like was cool for a second and died. I don't think I've ever had it. I've had um, sugar berries and I think I've maybe been to Menchie's once, which it's fine. But like if I can get a giant dish of essentially ice cream that's not really ice cream, I'm just going to get ice cream. I'll be honest. Anything that's been hyped up that's not just ice cream, whether it's gelato, a custard, um, frozen yogurt, whatever. Everything except for Dippin' Dots. Except for Dippin' Dots. I'll give it to Dippin' Dots. They all taste the same to me. Well, Dippin' Dots has the texture. It's like putting a million tiny little airsoft BBs in your mouth. It's not hyped up to me enough to the point where I would spend money on it. But if it was given to me, I would eat it. Okay, so we're going to going to the amusement park this weekend, right? So if they have Dippin' Dots there, you're not going to be like... Mm, I don't think Dippin' yeah. Dots exists anymore. It does exist. Liv and I went to the Lug Nuts game a couple weeks ago and she got some. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I might eat it. Me. Big We're times. filming a podcast. Come on, recording. Jude. Get out of here. Get a life. Get a life. We're talking about get a different girlfriend. Dust. Get a life. Jeez. Kids these days. I don't have either of those, so suck it. Yeah, maybe you should not have them because you're dumb. You ever think about that? I don't think you can hear this. Okay. We're yelling at her. It's already 9 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Bye. Um. Anyway. Our dad goes. You can hang with us. <laughs> nope. No, you can't, Jude. Something about cold dessert. Not my thing. You don't like cold dessert, really. I There is never a day in my life where I would prefer ice cream over like a warm like chocolate chip cookie or something. Really? Yeah. I don't discriminate. I'll eat all of it together yeah. in the same dish. I have never even loved like um like when, what are those called? Ice cream Cook cookie sandwiches? Ice cream cookie sandwiches. I don't like those because it's it's soft and it's warm and then it's cold. And then I get like angry in my mouth because my teeth get cold. Are you are you making them yourself? Like are you taking well, yeah, a hot I've cookie made them and myself, putting it between but also the ice cream? I don't I don't like but you know what I'm saying? Because it's cold. You need a cold cookie to go with the cold ice cream. Yeah, but you always get in this weird process where you're licking a cookie and I don't ever want to lick that. I love licking the ice cream between the ice cream cookie until it's I know, like basically and gone. That feels so wrong to me. I never no. want to lick a cookie. I want to no. eat a cookie. You can do. It's essentially like eating it, but you're just kind of pretending to eat it. 
Well, I also don't like that because I'm a very efficient person. I don't like sticky things. And I it, like I don't like that it's taking up too much mm. time. It's cold. It's sticky. So if and when you ever go to a Michigan State sporting event, right? Basketball game, you football game, these, whatever. You and these, I know what you're going. Yeah, the ice cream cookies that they have. Yes. Delicious. A.K.A. Utter, U-D-D-E-R, Utter Delights. They okay. sell them at the MSU Dairy Store. They're delicious. They're like five bucks a pop, and you think, wow, that's probably a bit much for an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. It is, but it's delicious. It's fantastic. I might Every try time that. I go to a Michigan State athletic event, I almost always get one. We should go to a basketball game this year. That would be I'm fun. I'm totally down to go to a basketball game. The one that I went to um, like probably like two years ago, I actually had a lot of fun at. The one where you guys were down on the court. Oh, the courtside ones. Yeah. 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 That was well, a, I didn't that was do that. Time. That would have never, everyone have wanted to do that. Does but freak you out? Yeah, probably. Get social anxiety? Social anxiety. Well, that, and I just remember, I think about that and my social anxiety the whole time was so high because in between like, was it commercial breaks or like, I don't even know what it was, but they were like going around and like trying to like film people and put them on the big screen mm -hmm. and this dude kept coming over to the section that i was in and so every single time i would just like look down and like try to be like no 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 and like like talk to like my mom and be like did grandma die like I, <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't want it so bad hey i can't be on there my grandmother <laughs> died sorry uh and i know that they probably still would have been like ah oh, it's all right um that's what i remember from that yeah, I, I definitely can relate to that. I have I told it, I probably still told this story in the pod before, but when what? I was in sixth or seventh grade, um, our cousin Nick played basketball at Grand Valley State. Mm -hmm. So we, over Christmas break, um, I went with Pop Kevin and a few other people to go watch his game. And um, probably about halfway through the first half of the basketball game, there's this girl that's a student that is running some of the yeah. stuff, comes up in the stands, and she asked me if I want to be part of like the oh, halftime no. show, right? Well, and I so, don't know where this is going. So, I've heard this. Yeah. Well, so so I am like, sure, like I'll do that. That sounds like that'd be fun, right? It's like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. Like you got to go to be in the halftime show. You get to be a fan pulled out of the crowd, right? And that's where we're different people. So, well, yes and no. So halftime comes. I'm supposed to go down and meet for this thing. I get cold feet. Don't do it. <laughs> you right? just don't go. I just don't go. <laughs> so like it's basically showtime. This woman comes back up in the stands. Is like, hey, like we need you to do this. And I'm like, my I grandma just died. Can't. I I just can't. Sorry. And so they pull this random dude out of the student section and don't change the name on the oh, pre-written no. up thing. So it's my name, <laughs> and he's the one doing it. And what, was the, what was the What was the thing? Like it was you had to. You had a bin full of a bunch of different uh, condiments that go on like a, a cheeseburger from a local restaurant. You had to guess mm. which ones are on it. And oh. if you got like a certain amount of them right, you got like Oh, like, like you were eating burger. it? No, no, no. It was like, you know, like the giant fathead type poster sticker things you could put on the wall. Think about like a giant, it's like lettuce, tomato, mayo, pickle, that kind of thing. Oh. And you had to guess which were the toppings that went on their marquee burger. And then if you oh, got it right, then okay. you got like a $50 gift card or something like that. Okay. So that's yeah. What it was. Well, one that's stupid, and two, that doesn't really surprise me. That that story actually makes me happy. Yeah. No, N haven't been that embarrassed in a long time. You were embarrassed. Yeah, I felt Wait, like. But why did you feel the embarrassment? Because I committed to doing something, and then obviously just got nervous and couldn't do it anymore, and then had to tell that woman I was too nervous to do it. <laughs> that's why. Were you just sitting there sweating? Yeah. Like in yeah. the moment when I said, yes, I'll do it. I was like, man, this might be fun. And about 17 seconds later, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. That's how I felt. No, that is a story different because I immediately would have been like in your wildest dreams. Go away. Can you leave? Can you leave? I'm not actually doing that. Like my worst fear, like in high school when they would have the like pep assemblies for like homecoming or something mm. is sometimes they would just like call people down mm. and that terrified me. See, that I was always fine with for whatever reason. Maybe it's because mm. I was older. But at least in that moment when I was in the awkward middle school, socially yeah. uncomfortable thing, that was a big no-go for me. In high school, yeah. it would have been different. Now it would be different. But then, not so much. Yeah, it always amazed me the kids that were like in student council or something, and they were like fine with that. They were fine with just being in front of crowds of people? Yeah, like hundreds of kids that are obviously making fun of you. Because I was mm. one of those kids in the stands that were like, that idiot. <laughs> Wow, they're stupid. Wow, they're stupid. Can't even put the ball in the basket yeah. during the musical chairs. Yeah, no, I remember those days back when it was fun to just make fun of people. And now I do it on a podcast. It's so fun. 
I've always been really judgmental. <laughs> I yeah. have been. Yes, you have. Can I? Yes, you have. Can it's I tell you the story? Superpowers. Yeah. So in first grade, I was sitting next to a kid who I'm not going to say his name because mm-hmm. I, that'd be weird if I did for a lot of reasons. His but name was Thomas. His Schleven. name was Thomas. And I, I was petty because we were coloring and he was like, can I borrow your green crayon? And I said, sure. And I look over and he's using my green crayon, but he's like pushing down really hard. Mm-hmm. Like yep. he's like going to break my crayon. Yep. And I go, don't push down too hard on my crayon. You're <laughs> going to break my crayon. And then I felt so bad about this for the rest of our time in public school together that every single time I saw this kid, I would go out of my way to like ask him how he is. And like anytime, like, I don't know. I just really tried to be kind to him because I felt so bad about that for the rest of my life. You felt so bad about asking him not to push down hard on the crayon? <laughs> I'm dead serious. What? I'm dead okay, serious. Because you're in the right there because obviously you don't <laughs> want that because you're going to get the crayon down from the nice pre-cut out little yeah, pencil type it, I thing thought it was like the first the day flat, of flat rounded too. nub where then you have to transition and do Yet this. Yeah, to this. Yeah. To the <laughs> face. terrible. It's so terrible, but that's how I work. I'm like, I can't inconvenience them and tell them my opinion or draw a boundary. Mm-hmm. I also think that I wasted many a good crayon because I, as soon as it would get down to the flat nub, seldom would I peel the paper to keep yeah. using it all the way down. I would just use the very tip of the crayon and then I'd be like, well, this is dead That's to me. That's so stupid. Yeah. Did you like not think you were impoverished or something? I just, I don't know. It just felt wrong. I'm like, I'll just go find one that has the nicer, finer point. No, like if they were my crayons, I would always peel. I was a peeler. I was a peeler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. Were you one of those kids in coloring where you would take a crayon and outline already the outlines and then go in lighter? No, I was stupid. (laughs) I think that I just had very minimal artistic ability and would just not do a great job. Just send it? Yeah. Do you remember all the art teachers you ever had being on the break of killing everyone? Yeah. Me too. Could you imagine what your life would be like if you were teaching art to second graders? (laughs) probably really bad can you think about that you probably had dreams of being i don't know probably something more than that probably. not that there's anything wrong at all with being an art no, teacher but you nothing. probably had dreams of having a gallery somewhere or being share something right it didn't work out and it didn't work out and so now you're teaching second graders in the middle of nowhere about recorders yeah and that's what you do well, now that's something that i was good at as a kid is i was i could play the hell out of a recorder oh what's that like the the little that's like, not what that's called it's a recorder that's what it is <laughs> you know another thing about now that we're on that subject mm-hmm. another thing that's just me i can remember doing that i know now we're on the same page and being in that music class and then everyone would get one and then i remember at the very end she would just have like a giant like paint bucket filled mm-hmm. with like Dump warm water there. and dawn Dump and then she'd be there. like just throw them in just throw them in there <laughs> And we'll I go remember, take care of those germs. <laughs> like literally like having a panic attack and being like, that's not hygienic enough. For me. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. I don't think this is acceptable. I don't think that Dawn's going to do it for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I remember that so vividly. I just remember the beauties of either going from a music or a recess to lunch and then having those icy slushy things that were like in a triangle shape you'd have to push them out yeah, like that and yeah. sucking on those things oh those my are gosh. pretty good i really like do you remember the ice cream that came in like the little Where you gotta peel the little lid yeah. off yeah of oh yeah so good i preferred those over Divine. the slushies Divine. what was the thing that i was saying delicacy it was delicacy. a delicacy it was a delicacy <laughs> yeah which is actually probably what you could call that but yeah i was always a kid who liked salisbury steak which is weird because no one that? liked that it's essentially just a piece of hamburger that they would cover in ketchup. That's a Salisbury <laughs> steak. I don't think I remember that, but like a like a hobo's pie? Think about a burger patty. Yeah. That they just covered in ketchup. They were too cheap for the buns? No, it's a Salisbury steak. That's what it is. Oh, okay. That's basically what a Salisbury steak is. It's just a piece of hamburger. Yeah, I remember being like, especially in middle school, like I would always hate on the school lunch because it was cool, but like low key, I was like, this kind of slaps. Can I get doubles? <laughs> that kind of slips. Y'all got that double? Okay. Got that double. Now, pizza, school pizza lunch was never a big fan of. 
Always thought mm. kind of meh. Yeah, it was never a big fan, but typically the crappier the pizza, the more I like it. I mm. appreciate a really crappy pizza. I can really appreciate it. We had bowling alley pizza this past weekend. Mm, exactly. Really crappy, but definitely something about it's good. Something about it just feels right. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Well, school pizza was always like cardboard. There's no other word to describe it. They did have the one kind where it was the double stuffed crust on the outside mm, with the cheese that was pizza in decent. the middle. That yeah. was okay, but again, still the red sauce, marinara sauce in the middle kind of just tasted like sadness. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult to say that you really liked it, but it did at least have a little more fluff to the bread. No, I, I like a nice fluff bread. Mm-hmm. It just, you know what it was? They weren't letting that dough rise enough. Now, here's the thing. Were you the girl that would not get straight up traditional lunch and just go get Pop-Tarts and stuff from like the Snack Shack type of thing? In middle school, yes. In yes. elementary school, no. And then high school, I brought my lunch every day. I never bought lunch from school once. Because you weren't cool unless you were not getting the traditional lunch. That's just a fact. Wait, so I was cool or I wasn't cool? I think that in middle school, you would have classified as cool. Oh, probably. If you're just getting a bunch of different fruit snacks and Pop-Tarts and like a, like a flavored water or something like that. Yeah, the then, flavored water was it. Then you was but cool. But what was weird is like... And then you would take the pencil and stick it in the cap and you could squirt it at people. That was Yeah, a big deal. that is legit. Well, at least in middle school, for me, all the stuff was like so healthy. So it was like mm. whole grain, Thanks less sugar. Obama. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like the yep. school lunch would have been better. Yep. But I just, worse. my pride wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. I know. My freshman year of high school was the last year before Michelle Obama took all the great things from the world. Mm. That's what it was. We had three separate hot lunch things that you could get every day. Thing number one is you could always get legitimate chicken tender strips. Big, fat, juicy strips of chicken tenders with french fries every Wait, day. Wait, pre-Obama? No, no, no. This was still in the Obama years, but they hadn't really gotten to that high school yet. Oh, right? okay. So chicken tenders with fries every single day. Boom, right? Okay. There was almost always as well another additional kind of gourmet, quote-unquote, hot lunch type thing where you could pretty much always get chicken fettuccine Alfredo. Mmm. Period. Exciting. And then they would have the standard thing, which was obviously kind of like the lower rung, but still solid. The traditional stuff were like chicken patty on a bun, crispitos. Oh, I love a chicken patty on uh, a bun. Cheeseburger or something like that. Yeah. Always had those. Then Snack Shack, you could get soft serve vanilla ice cream, mm. homemade chocolate chip cookies, homemade cinnamon rolls, like just all kinds of sugary delights you get all the time. Yeah, the delicacies. The you delicacies. Will. You could get an eight ounce cup of vanilla ice cream for a buck. That's insane. Yeah, a buck. That's probably where diabetes came from. Yeah, probably was. I used to get two of those ice cream things and like four homemade cookies and break up all the cookies and stick them in the vanilla ice cream and eat them. Wait, you had like two cups? Yeah, two separate cups. Okay. I would go through both of them. Good for you. And then I would go play sporting events and die. That's what's insane. Did you feel it during those sporting events? No, but one time I had a heat stroke (laughs) and like like a legit heat stroke and almost died. And it was because I didn't drink water, eat real food throughout the whole day and then tried to go play both ways on a football field and died. That's insane. Literally, my body shut down on the field and I sat on the sideline and they dumped the entire cooler of ice and Gatorade (laughs) over me. I'm talking just... Like, I was the coach who just won the Super Bowl. It's dumped the whole thing on me. And then my body went into shock from being extremely hot to extremely cold. And I shook like this for two hours. Wait, I have a question. Did you get that poured on you because, like, you were, like, having a seizure or something? No, they just, I was overheated and super hot. And they're like, this is the way to solve this problem. (laughs) Boom. Let's just throw him in an ice bath. (laughs) And it did not work. Yeah, that's crazy. Heat stroke is a real thing. It's a real thing. It's insane that how resilient your body is when you're young the Mm. fact that like we literally could like drink chocolate milk eat a cheeseburger hadn't drinking water in three days and then go to gym class and destroy some kids in dodgeball but can you imagine like someone like um 80 years old not even 80 like 40 doing Mm. that couldn't happen i can't do it right now and i'm 23 yeah like it just doesn't work like that anymore nope nope I, I remember know. vividly as a kid being like, I don't think I've drinking water in like four days. <laughs> I, I haven't slept or drank water in two weeks. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day. Like being a kid was just the best thing ever. And you don't know that it's the best thing ever when you are a kid because all you want to do is get older. But it just doesn't get better. It is and it doesn't. You forget. So obviously the, the physical aspect of being young is great. But think about yeah. being, think about being that, 15. You don't have any bills. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But at the same time, you are constrained by all these like very yeah, tight true. things, right? So think about think about your life before you had a car. 
before you can just go wherever you yeah, want. Yeah, well, that's the freedom. That's what's exactly. nice. Think about that. Think about where you, like now you obviously have a job, you have money. If you want something, you just go get it. If you want to go out yeah, and get food, yeah. you can just go do that. You have all this freedom that you didn't have as a kid where you were just stuck. For sure. Like you had a very set schedule, pretty much went from point A to point B and back and forth. And you had to like beg and plead for fun, cool things to happen. Essentially, no, that's right? really true. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Spider-Man because it's like you either have um, no responsibility or you have. Are you about to say that with great yes! power responsibility? Because as soon as you have a bunch of freedom, you have a ton of responsibility and it's true. I think that what Uncle Ben is referencing in Spider-Man is that he is a superhero with superhuman powers. I'm saying that not, I think that you can not apply that it to you a lot have of a things. job and have to pay rent. I don't think that's fully what he's that's getting. That's sort at. of what. That's how I interpreted it. That's how you I am the queen mm. of like finding some quote in some random article that obviously has nothing to do with my topic. You're in literally school. the and I felt that meme. That's literally you. What is that one? Like someone could say whatever it is blah 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 yeah and i felt that that you're i, the, I, I am so that. that like i like so, like i'll see something or like um i'll save tiktoks that just make me feel like i'm like something like it could just be like a tree and i'll save it for like when i'm feeling sad it's a video of someone crying in their driveway and the yeah rain. no absolutely my tiktok is filled with like just things that are supposed to make you feel things mm. yeah like that one country kid that does the punching and kicking? The one country kid that does the punching or like, um, you know, like it'll be like a girl like Loud drinking. Rain. <laughs> like it'll be like a girl like drinking a cappuccino and then it will have a quote over it that's like, sometimes the days are hard, but the nights are harder. And then. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I'm like. Please that's, don't tell that's me that so that's the true. stuff you're into. Please don't tell me that it depends on the day gosh i had more respect for you than that i don't know like or or like um like just a bunch of pretty houses like a collage of pretty houses well at least that's like eye candy don't tell me that you're watching (laughs) some girl named madeline who's sitting at a coffee bean with an inspirational quote about how you're going to get through this Oh, hundred percent. Okay. Can we? Just or not? my favorite is when it's someone in their car reading their own poetry that they wrote, <laughs> and I love it because sometimes, and it's so right. I felt that it hits different. It hits deep. It hits different. Yeah, and I'm like, you're right. This poetry in your car slaps. <laughs> <laughs> this mediocre poetry for your tenth grade English class is so good. Slam poetry talking with my hands yeah yeah that's you i i get too honest on this podcast i went to dollar the dollar store the other day and i bought a notebook for strictly for the poetry that i'm gonna start writing which you're not gonna write but that's a different story now question for you what would be scarier for you doing a slam poetry session in front of a bunch of people Mm -hmm. or doing stand-up comedy in front of a bunch of people for the same amount of time oh my gosh I would say stand-up comedy because I would just be me and like people would probably laugh because I'm weird. You're saying that's scarier? I know like I would rather do that. You'd the slam poetry up? would freak me out. Okay. What would you do? Probably stand-up, yeah. Yeah. Are we both just conceited and secretly think we're funny? I think that if you gave me like a little bit of time to craft five to ten minutes of material, like I'm not saying it would go super smoothly, but I think that I could eventually get that to a point where it would work okay. Yeah. I would just talk about like the embarrassments in my life. Yeah, it's probably fine. Yeah. I don't know. Slam poetry is just... uh, Anytime I think about slam poetry, I think about you just got to college and you're trying something new because you feel like you've got some FOMO going on. Mm -hmm. And then you do it and you're like, nope, that wasn't it. That was wrong. I always feel like... Because I see stuff like that all the time. Because obviously I'm at the age where people are going to college and trying Uh new things. And something's wrong with me because I see that and I don't feel FOMO at all. FOMO is such a young person thing because I think that once you get out of a little bit of that branching off into college world, Mm -hmm. because, you know, high school and college, there's this idea behind a lot of it that you're supposed to have all these memories and experiences and stuff, right? That's the quote, best years of your lives, which it's not for anyone listening. It's not. And if it is, you have a problem. Yeah. But once you kind of enter out into the adult world and everyone's doing their own thing so you don't have that anymore and it's stupid it doesn't matter and you look around to most people and you're like well shouldn't be doing that that's dumb i don't even understand what that is and so you just do your own thing i know well i see people and i just think like that's just a waste of your time and it's stupid 
Oh, you're sweaty at a country music festival and it's day three of four and you haven't slept yet? Oh, okay. But like, I can't be judgmental. I'm like, how dare you do that? I'm sitting in my basement with my cats. <laughs> I would rather be doing that. Yeah, That's I know. Point, same. Though. Same. That's the point. Well, we're... Here's a question for you. Will you ever... You don't really go to parties, but if you did, would you go to a party with someone and let them drive or would you have to drive and take your own car? No, I drive so I can leave. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's like it's a thing where it's like, no, I need to be able to leave when I want to leave. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But that's... That, apparently always, that's, is I a, always that's have bad. an escape plan in social gatherings. I always mm, do. Like terrorism or just like social anxiety? I didn't really mean mass shooter, <laughs> but I mainly meant that I just... If this ends up being stupid and bad, I don't want to have to rely on someone else having the courage to be like, all right, well, this has been fun and leaving. Yeah. I want to be the one that's been like, all right well it's been real it's been fun but it ain't been real fun and then bounce yeah or dead grandma or dead grandma exactly. for sure but what if um someone blocked you in call on a tow truck we die we die we just no, die you just find a way you you don't park in a spot where people can trap you that's the big that's that's a hard you thing always, to do you always park on the street true but then you someone's gonna freaking hit you well that did literally happen to me but I that's know. just the risk that you take true that's the risk you take true now, obviously, we live in the era of ride sharing now, too. So you can just Lyft or Uber or whatever. Oh, if, if yeah. Good to. point. But I'm too cheap for that. I'm not doing that. I know I'll that is a car. lot of money. I've never done that before. Neither have I. I've actually, I've ridden in an Uber with a group before that I didn't pay for. That's oh, like good the one plan. time I think I've done that. I think I would feel like I was going to get murdered. And like, I don't want to make conversation with someone. I think it'd be very weird if I was a young woman to ride in a car with some strange dude. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm su always surprised that there's not more stories that are like a girl murdered by her Uber driver. I feel like there's just so many that they don't even report them anymore. Probably not. Yeah. That's all good. Could you imagine Ted Bundy in the era of Uber? <sighs> he would have been in his prime. He's like, wait, what? He's they looking... just get in? <laughs> He's looking down at Earth from Hell right now going, I was born at the wrong time. Is he looking down at Earth from Hell or up at Earth from Hell? Is Hell below? I think Hell's supposed to be below. Oh, I never thought about it. You thought I... that just like the sky was split in two and one side was heaven, one side was hell? 100%. That's always how I pictured it in my head. Wow. Like, maybe there was, like, a, a bridge? You... Maybe, no. Okay. No more Hold bridge. On. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm Hell dead serious. Hell is clearly depicted in all things as being, like, in the lava core of the earth where it's hot and miserable. In the earth? Like, underground. Like, below. On Because earth. hell is below. Well, I guess technically, yeah, but, like, in theory, it's mm. hell is below, whereas heaven is in the sky. You've, no, you've that never... makes sense. You've never had that? I No, now that you say that, it makes sense, but I never really thought about it. In my head, I've always pictured one really big cloud and another really big cloud. Huh. I just well, thought one was hotter than the other. I really don't know, but at least the way it's depicted is usually hell is underneath and heaven is up above. Yeah. How well, do you picture Jesus? I picture him looking a lot like Obi-Wan Kenobi in Attack of the Clones. Is Who's that one? Liam Neeson? Ewan McGregor. I picture, I picture him looking like Liam Neeson with more of a beard. Hold on. Let me just let me just make this happen. Liam Neeson with more of a beard? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Hold on. I'm going to send you the picture here. Do you think Jesus was black? I mean, if we're being real, probably. He probably was really? like at least, at least brown or black. I mean, if if this all happened in the Middle East and North Africa, there's not a whole lot of people look like me walking around there. No, I'm not saying I dispute it, but why has he been depicted as white for so many years? Because of racism? Um, I mean, th there's the European depiction of it, and there is definitely the notion of European supremacy, and, you know, if you're a culture of white people, then generally having a, a black Jesus would be kind of strange, sort of thing. Probably. Rich. Oh, you know, I, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. That's an, that, yeah, for sure. Yep. 100%. Yeah. I, um, I could see it. But yeah. We had topics, didn't we? We had stuff we are going to talk about today. We really went off the rails. Yeah, it's kind of been a little bit off the rails and beyond, but we're about to rein it in. Topics, about to rein go. it in. Um, where do you, where we want to so go? Start at the top. Um, Olympics. Olympics. Don't like it. Next. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I've been the watching the trials. I love watching that stuff. Yes, I know. I've really been enjoying watching Gabby Douglas do her stuff. Or not, excuse me, not Gabby Douglas. Simone, <laughs> Simone Biles. I do that every time. It's this Simone is a 2016. Biles. Simone Biles. She is extremely impressive. I love watching her do the twirls she and stuff is. in the air. No, she's great. I also think she's really pretty. Um, mm. I love watching the trials and things, but what's horrible is that there's nothing I love more than when they mess up. Because mm. you're like, hey, you're like me, you suck. It's probably a little bit of that, but yeah. it's also like I, 
I don't like perfection. Is it like loud thunder, heavy rain, or well, basically. basically that? Why didn't that guy go to the Olympics punch, for boxing? Punch, yeah. yeah. Well, we brought up the Olympics because I I don't know why, but I always thought that the trials was like one summer and the next summer was mm. the Olympics. No, they have it the same summer. Okay. I believe. I think so. But yeah, we what we want to talk about uh, is it Shakari Shakari Richardson, right? I literally watched. I the YouTube can't video say her name, but the one with the bright colored hair. In the in the nails and the nails and the right? nails. Who was the lady who was the sprinter who qualified for the trials, yes. but then she had weed in her system. So obviously, and I think we're a little bit late to the party on this, but nonetheless, I wanted to talk about it. So, um, you know, there's the big discussion about like whether or not. Um, first of all, Dope I think that it's counts. a silly rule, and I think that if yeah. you want to smoke weed, you should be able to smoke weed. But at the same time, you know, she she understands that those are the, the yeah, rules. Yeah, well, that's what doesn't make sense is, like, you had to have known that. Yes, and I'm sure that she did. But, you know, the, the rules are the rules. Organizations have to abide by their own rules. Yeah. Um, they shouldn't bend them. I think, you know, if, if you're going to bend it for one person, then I think that you should just get rid of the rule. Yeah. But, you know, a rule is a rule, and it has to be the rule. Well, um, that, yeah, that's what's frustrating about it at least for me is it's like one i almost feel like it's a publicity thing because you had to have known if you're smoking weed that's going to show up in a drug test and you're going to get in trouble for that two they can't bend the rules for you because everyone else has mm-hmm. abided by the rules that that's not allowed so why mm-hmm. would they allow you to do it mm-hmm. no and it's also difficult because obviously the the rules i believe i could be wrong but i believe that they apply to all the Olympic nations as well. And a lot of those nations are like big time hardcore don't do like weed. Yeah, like weed is for a big sure. So it, would have, it just would have messed up the whole system and the it would have lost its yeah. integrity. But also at the same time, I mean, I watched Icarus, the documentary about the Russian steroid scandal and stuff in the Olympics of, yeah. of past Olympics. And essentially the IOC is a joke on a variety of levels, especially when it comes to things like testing for steroid usage. Mm-hmm. And, and the number of... The number of athletes in these Olympics alone who are going to be on legitimate performance dancing drugs yeah, and not that are get going caught. to compete and not get caught, yeah, and this woman is going to not be allowed to compete because she had THC in yeah. her system, is obviously very silly. And beyond that with the IOC, the fact that the IOC exists and none of these athletes are paid mm-hmm. and the IOC makes billions of dollars on the Olympics. Mm, and not only that, but the IOC gets all that money from the home countries, the host countries. Oh. So like Japan essentially loses a bunch of money to the IOC throughout the Olympic process. Oh, okay. So Japan gets screwed over. Commerce in Japan gets boosted a little bit because obviously people in theory in a normal yeah. year would come to Japan and you run out hotels and you go to restaurants mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and that can be good. And it can also be good exposure for the country and you can see mm-hmm. how pretty Japan is and stuff. But none of that's really happening this year because nobody, there's going to be no fans anyway. Because um, of the and then Yeah, and then none of the athletes get paid. What does IOC stand for? Olympic, or excuse me, International Olympic Committee. Okay. Um, so they conduct all the Olympics. And then beyond that, I got an advertis- advertisement today talking, it was a DraftKings advertisement for their sports book mm-hmm. saying that you can bet on the Olympics. Mm. So I can bet on amateur people competing in things and they're not getting like that just feels weird to me like i can place wagers on amateur sporting events of which they're not getting paid for that feels weird too yeah it is weird it's just all these people who've committed their lives doing this thing Mm -hmm. who they can have sponsors which is nice but at the same time the ncaa's argument for a long time has been that amateurs shouldn't even be allowed to have sponsors which obviously Mm -hmm. we've already talked about that that's being lifted which Mm -hmm. is good but if you can be paid and have advertisers, why can't you be paid by essentially, you know, Team USA? Why can't you have some sort of a, a baseline salary yeah. that you get to train? No, I things? feel that. Because Absolutely. all these people essentially have to treat it as a full-time job to represent the United States or to represent whatever country it is that they come from. Yeah. So they, most of them either don't have time to work or have to try to find a way to work part-time around training full-time. Yeah. And so everybody outside of the athletes who are actually the ones that are making the show happen and mm-hmm. who are committing their lives to doing this thing everyone outside of those people are making money yeah so i don't know the olympics is kind of gross am i still going to watch some events of course i will but it's only the fun disgusting. ones yeah i'm gonna watch swimming i'm yeah. for sure gonna watch track i'll um, probably watch the gymnastics gymnastics yeah i'll definitely watch just because um, it's like Simone so Biles. fascinating yes and um, she's very very good yeah it's just watching simone biles do the things she does makes me go oh wow that's well, just something her, I couldn't do. But you know what's interesting is that she still says, like, I've already reached my peak. I'm sure she probably has. Yeah, but she's still amazing. Yeah. Her and, I mean, anyone on, I think I was just watching the girls on the U.S. team, but they um, are crazy. 
Like mm-hmm. the amount of strength that it takes to do that stuff, nuts. Well, you have to be built in a very specific way. Yeah. You have to be like a very short, stocky, explosively athletic. So much upper body. Person. Yeah, especially muscle. especially if you're a woman. And yeah, I mean, it's just your entire life is committed to doing that every day and to strength and conditioning and then to not having any body fat on you at all and just it's nuts. I just don't know if I could do that. No, I could definitely not do that. No, I'm, I like I, bread way too much. That like I get bored after doing something for two minutes. Yeah, I can understand that. I get obsessive about some things, but not mm-hmm. obsessive enough. No, people who do that are just in, insane and have decided that that is going to be their life. And yeah. How do the Olympics work? Like, so do you just buy tickets to like some events? That's a good question. I I honestly don't know. I I've never been to one before, so I don't know if you yeah. buy a pass. I don't know if you buy specific tickets i don't even mm-hmm. know if you have to pay to get in honestly i'm not even sure but that would be interesting to look up because the last yeah. olympics were rio right um i think so was that 16 yeah I, I think the 16 olympics were in rio yeah no it's tokyo i don't know what the next one is i think it might be i feel like the 2024 was supposed to be somewhere in the u.s i think i could look it I feel up like it's supposed to be la but i don't know yeah let me look it oh, up. oh that does point. sound right to me actually here let me let me find this here 2024 Olympics. LA has really gone to shiz, though. They better pull it together. Oh, Paris. Oh, Paris. That will be cool. In Paris. That'll be I cool. Think. How long yeah. do the Olympics last? Um, I think they usually last for like three to four weeks, something like that. Okay. So, but yeah. Anyway, what's our next one? You were going to want to say something about the basketball. Oh, we were going to talk about I mean, we don't talk about it a ton, but it's been interesting because the men's, the USA men's basketball team is traditionally and has been traditionally since basketball became an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. Like very dominant. They usually just smoke everybody. They have What about the, the Lithuanians? The Lithuanians? Yeah. What about the Lithuanians? Aren't they good in basketball? I mean, yeah, there's some definitely some good Lithuanian basketball players, but traditionally speaking, just all of the superstar NBA talent is loaded on Team USA. Okay. And as of late, um, the, there's a lot of new crop of, of young NBA stars who are not American-born, like... Mm. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is Greek. Um, he's playing in the finals right now. He's very good. Uh, Luka Doncic is uh, Spanish. Is he Spanish? That sounds no, Spanish. No, he's not Spanish. He's from a European nation. I mean, there's a lot of just stud young dudes that are not from the U.S. Um, Does so that mean they, that they can't play or they don't want to? So you, I think that you have to play for your home country, I think. I, okay. I, I know there's some ways where that can be sidestepped. But I think a lot of those guys just want to play for their home country, too. Yeah. just be a, a thing that you'd want to do. Um, so the U.S. struggled to put together uh, what I would consider to be a really competent roster. I don't really like the way that they designed their roster. But they lost their first two exhibition games. And so they lost to the Aussies. Oh, really? And they lost to Nigeria. Okay. Um, and to put that in context, they beat Nigeria in 2012 by like 80, like mm. 80 points. And they lost Nigeria. Um and now, granted, that was also a different team. Like, LeBron was young, and, and Kobe was still in his prime, and Carmelo was balling, and Kevin Durant was there, and he was in his prime. And, and so it was, like, a different roster. But it's a very underwhelming roster that they have right now. There's a lot of guys that yeah. are hurt. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the U.S. might still be the betting favorite to win the gold, but it's not mm. a sure thing in the same way that it has been in the past. I'll probably watch that. Yeah. No, I'll I definitely, like watching I'll definitely watch the Olympic Games. Yeah, I 100% will. Yeah. But, yeah, what's our next one? What else do we got? We're going to talk about Fat Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Oh, yeah. That's just like a, I guess, a side comment. I mean, I don't really have a ton to say about that, but poor Brendan Fraser. Got a little chubby. Mm -hmm. Definitely lost the hair. Um, Well, his story is really interesting. We kind of tried to read into it, but he was really hot in the late 90s. mm -hmm. And then he just kind of fell off the face of the planet. Yeah, which I think that there was something family related. I think that he was so big for a while. I think he still does act, but not nearly as much as he used to. Yeah, maybe um, I'm, I think it, he made a ton of money in the '90s. I think he was a really big deal in the '90s. Uh, and no, but I saw something recently well. that like he's having financial trouble. Oh, maybe I don't know, but I don't know. All I'm saying is, father time always wins, and we all eventually get chubby and lose our hair. Men, yeah, that is. Yeah, that's very true. I know, poor Brendan Fraser. Poor Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle. It's funny Watch that he kind of walked life. away because mm. I really, in my opinion, think he probably could have gotten to the status of like uh, Matt Damon or something. Probably. But he just yeah. kind of was like, he did the Josh Hartnett. What did Josh Hartnett do? What happened to Josh Hartnett? 
Well, he was in Pearl Harbor, and then he really was not in anything else ever. And I think very clearly from that movie, he could have made something of his career. Danny can't die. Don't. Let's not go there. (laughs) Danny gonna be father. Do you um, subscribe to the narrative that the... um, Hold on. J-Lo and what's his name? Ben Affleck. Is a publicity. It's not real. I don't know. Don't care. I kind of believe it is. Maybe. Because it would be so smart for both of their careers. I guess, but it wasn't like neither one of them was getting work before. I guess, but I don't know. Because it's like it's like one of those things where they would have had to know everyone was going to lose their minds. And also, they're like in public all the time with each other and things. They could have kept it more of a secret. Maybe she just really likes his dragon tattoo. I don't know. Maybe. That's hilarious. We're going to talk about Jeff Bezos on an airplane. On an airplane? You mean a spaceship that's shaped like a wiener? Yes. Yes. So he went to space? Yeah, Jeff Bezos went to space today. Today is July 20th. When is he coming back? I don't know. When are you coming back? Hey, Jeff, when are you coming back? He doesn't have a date? I, I'm sure he probably does. I just don't know what it is. Where are they going? I don't know. He's in space. That's all you That's gotta all know. That's all you gotta He's know? Was he the moon? Is he just orbiting Earth? He go to Mars, maybe. I don't know. Por well, qué? good for him. I feel like he's gonna like explode us all he's just gonna nuke the earth and be like yeah bye <laughs> bye <laughs> bye a good time your packages will be here by 8 a.m tomorrow <laughs> i'm gonna have my drones drop them off the front porch yeah yeah maybe i don't know but it's i've i've been seeing a bunch of the 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 fun progressive twitter loves to comment on the billionaire space race because it's yeah. elon jeff bezos and then the guy who is the owner of virgin airlines i can't remember his mm. name but anyway, all three of them, two of them, not named Elon, I think been to space, but Elon plans to go to space. And they always like to throw out the whole, you know, the stupid numbers where it's like, well, for this amount of money, we could end world hunger. And for this amount of money, we could end climate change. And for this amount of money, and it's, you know, quote, an amount of money that they have yeah. and that they can afford, obviously. But first of all, those numbers are, not who knows real. where those come from? Mm-hmm. And for a variety of reasons, those are extremely flawed. Everybody likes to just put a number on something without yeah. understanding the facilitating costs and the fact that nothing ever goes right, especially when it's entrusted in the hands of a bunch of different MNCs, nonprofits, government entities, things like mm-hmm. that, and that people are just people. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond that, also people don't understand what that wealth is. When mm-hmm. people talk about them having billions of dollars, they assume that that money is liquid and it's not. Yeah, it's when in reality, yeah, I mean, assets. In, exactly. In reality, they probably have, I'm sure they still have millions of dollars in cash and they have lots of money, but they don't have that innumerable crazy public wealth, right? Yeah. Where all of that is, almost all of that is tied up in stock options, where mm-hmm. if you are to sell off that stock and you wanted to sell that stock, you could potentially get someone to buy all of it from you, but often enough they would buy it in part with other stock options from that with cash involved as well. But you're not just going to have somebody cut you a check for like $100 billion. That's just not yeah, how that works. Absolutely. Um, for a variety of reasons, that's not how that works. But, you know, <laughs> beyond that, it's just, it's not their responsibility to solve world hunger, even if mm-hmm. they wanted to. You know what I'm saying? I know. Well, that's the thing about it. It's like, if you want someone to solve world hunger, make a ton of money and do it yourself. You don't have to freaking say over what someone I does know. with their and, wealth. And, and I'm also to the point where I just, I think that problems like world hunger poverty homelessness I, they're always going to be there and i think yeah. that it's important to have things there to assist people in that and to mm-hmm. try to help them out of it but i mean there's the old saying i feel like it's even a biblical thing is that the poor will always be with you no matter what mm-hmm. and i just i firmly believe that because you can be poor in more than just wealth <laughs> you, you can, can be, be poor in, in sadness impoverished in depression <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah but um i can't remember i was going with that i had a deeper thing i was going to say but anyway Beyond that, it's... um. So the space race, what is it? Just the first one to get up there? I don't even think that they're necessarily like trying to be the first. Because if they, if they were going to be, it was the guy that owns Virgin Wireless or whatever that got there first, technically. Okay. I think that they're just billionaires and they think it'd be cool to go to space. And if they do, sweet, do it. You can afford it. Go yeah. get it. Go get you some. Would you go to space if you had the opportunity? No. I wouldn't either. I do not belong in space. I think the space Lord wants me here. Yeah. Space is scary. I've seen enough movies where things go wrong in space to go not doing it. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I would, but then for the rest of my life, I feel like I would be like, I probably should have gone. 
Mm. I think if there was a Wally scenario, I would stay with Wally. <laughs> you would just die. I always oh. see stuff that's like when it's the end of the world in the apocalypse, why are people trying so hard to live? It's a fair point. Yeah. It's a fair point. I would probably just be like, well. Jesus, take the wheel. Come get me. <laughs> come get me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, folks, we're at an hour 04. Hour 04. The episode has flown by. It has flown by. I did have some more stuff that I kind of wanted to touch on, but it's all good. We'll wrap. An hour's safe. We don't want to. It probably keep wasn't even going to be that interesting anyway. <laughs> well, thank you, Dick. What but did you yeah. want to say? Nothing. It okay. doesn't even matter. I'm not even upset about it. It's fine. Let okay. it go. Breathe. It's fine. I kind of want to know now. We didn't have much more on the topic no. list. I thought you said you want to talk about Cuba a little bit, but that's fine. We can talk about Cuba's that. Cuba's like a, later a 15 day. minute conversation. All right, fine. I won't have a 15 minute discussion about Cuba. I'll just shut my mouth. Okay. But anyway, thank you everybody for listening into episode number 30. We appreciate it. Um, we obviously are going to be having this up very shortly. Um, we're also going to be updating this to our Instagram, which if you do not yet follow us, please give us a follow at side of underscore slaw. Yes. We have uh, got some new social media banners that we're putting up to make it look a little more refined and purdy because our initial logo that we had on Spotify looked a little bit weird. So we got that walk. fixed up. A little more profesh. Yes. We've got a whole operation coming here. So we might even have a YouTube channel soon. We might even. Who knows? Who knows? We're living the high life. We got a little bit of spending money, so we might be getting us a camera soon. Woo! So uh but yeah, thank you everybody for your support. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next week.